Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Respectfully Disagree. So this week we're going to talk about something which potentially all of us have, which is a type of person who you are attracted to and whether there's something wrong with that. Okay, to start off with, let's ask everyone, means the three of us, uh, have you ever had a type or do you have a type and have you stuck to it? Has it changed? What is the whole scene with that? This is Shishti, your host, by the way. Hi, uh, I'm Rajvi. I'm the co-producer of Respectfully Disagree. Um, so when I was growing up, I, no matter the gender, I really liked lanky people. Uh, especially lanky people on, on whom like clothes hung. And I used to play basketball, so I came across many, many people like that. Um, but now that I've kind of grown up, I'm not sure if I wanted to be these like if I wanted to be with these people or if I just wanted to be these people you know like I think at some point I am like a 15 year old lanky person at heart and I just like never wanna um change but I don't think now in my romantic partners I have a type at least when it comes to appearance I don't think I do hey this is Aditi and my type usually changes depending on who I am into at that period of time so if it's a tall boy, I am suddenly only interested in tall boys. If it's a tiny boy, I am suddenly only interested in tiny boys. I guess my type just depends on my mood and like the person I'm interested in. So my real type, I cannot discern as of yet. I, I, I don't know. I, I genuinely just don't know. Wow. Uh, I, I, I've never actually dated as for a type, but I think I do have like a type, one type of person who I'm attracted to, which is like, the Dulkar Salman type of you. <laughs> you were saying Dulkar Salman, but like then, like what, like bearded comes to mind, but what if he doesn't have a beard? I don't know. I think it's a physical type where someone who's like tall and hairy and like, oh, uh, like a man, like a man, man. Yeah, man, man. But very sweet. Like when you talk to them, they're very powerful and very sweet and very like, you know, not intimidating. So I think like, yeah. Wow. I know where all of this conditioning has come from. Okay. I I blame it on one combination of Jane Austen and uh, I don't know what. But yeah, it is very clear. <laughs> it is quite clear to us, Shristi, now. So I have an like, interesting point here, which is that we basically all admitted that, okay, we don't really have a type or we might have a type in like theory, but actually after talking to a person, it's different which is i get guess most people but if you ask me about all of these things and i think about like my childhood not really crushes but people who you found attractive or who you, who you thought were really attractive it'll all be like tall uh, uh whatever never on either extreme uh very fit um and very smart and, and a great sense of humor and that's because we never idolize any other kind of so i think it's not only about who you met before but in pop culture by and large you'll never find anyone else other than those people attractive yeah like um i think we grew up thinking that being being a mix of like four to five characteristics meant that a person could be anybody's type um and i was watching uh 10 things i hate about you just like the other day um and do you guys remember that joseph gordon levitt's character uh cameron when he sees like bianca stratford for the first time uh she's in this she's like being very feminine and she's very pretty and she's wearing this like floral dress 
um and then her, his guide is tell, telling him that you know like she's smart and this and that but she's like not available and then he he says that he implies that it's impossible not to like somebody like her i feel like that blueprint especially for women has been repeated several times over in like hollywood and bollywood of like certain people being so perfect that they are everybody's type and for women it could be that they're popular that they're pretty and feminine maybe the prettiness is hidden and you have to uncover it with a makeover um or like the boys are like athletic but like slight assholes with a potential for redemption you know like i say these these tropes almost that we see in pop culture become types in real life um so do you think in this way pop culture as a influences us like i don't actually because like my first and only celebrity crush was a short king it was nick jonas from the jonas brothers who is tiny okay so like i mean the exceptions are there and like sometimes i, I don't know like maybe like front runners of every situation like the most obviously attractive person placed in any situation is maybe the most uh, likely to be loved but like i mean you guys remember justin bieber how tall is justin bieber going to google that real quick yeah he's like 59 and i mean that's like average tall and so many women across the world were obsessed with him probably when he was much shorter like while he was still growing as a young boy so i mean there you have it 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 doesn't have to be like one particular thing yeah it's true i mean i, I think i want to bring in another example that's not necessarily about appearance but about um, personality um and that's the nice guy trope um and this whole i mean you know that there's this whole thing about like nice guys finishing last uh because nice guys are never anybody's like first choice or never anybody's type i mean there's uh, i mean guaranteed like there's this whole incel like rhetoric around this nice guy trope that's like popular on social media but i'm thinking of uh, like hum dil de chuke sanam or man marziya you know in which like the likes of ajay devgan's character or abhishek bachchan's character they are like second best in comparison to the salman khans and the vicky koshals of the world so comparatively like they are not shown as as exciting but when the girl has had like a lot of disappointment and dhoka and shit like that like she finally settles for someone that's good for her yeah i guess i mean like there's uh, not much for some reason attractive about nice men maybe it's because uh, we've been socialized to think of like men as alphas even though such a concept doesn't really exist in real life or nature or anywhere at all like we we've, we've sort of deluded ourselves into thinking like men have to be a certain stoic uh, un uh, yielding way and that's what's attractive rather than like some guy who's just like nice and patient and waits i also feel like it's the way that nice guys are depicted right like at some level at least in these movies like both manmarzia and hamdil de chuki sanam like they are nice for ulterior motives you know what i mean like they're not nice in general but like in when you call them a nice guy you mean like they won't go after the girl till she's literally been harassed but like nicely hand her over so i feel like there's still some weird propriety shit there right like proprietorship there Yeah I think I think that with when it comes to pop culture maybe that's the main problem with tropes becoming types because like in a simulated reality especially movies and stuff like you have to introduce problematic characters you have to introduce uh conflicts right like 
you cannot like show excitement like in pop culture almost like excitement and stability are mutually exclusive um so like on screen it's very it's it's very unlikely to to see somebody who's wholesome and nice from the beginning and is also the first choice and nothing goes wrong because a movie cannot be made if nothing goes wrong um but then when that kind of i mean growing up like it definitely influenced the kind of person uh, that i would be into um which like i think inherently is not good you know like pop culture becomes a reference and then you kind of glorify or put these tropes on a pedestal and think that oh this is what i w- i will go for in my real life when i get out but you know like i think we've spoken about pop culture quite a bit but on the other hand do you think that our personalities determine what types uh we attract or are into rather ha huh, this is very interesting you know because i growing up also i always kind of thought of this as truth this whole idea that opposites attract um but i just like delved into like research about whether this is actually true and like most experts say that there is no conclusive evidence that opposites attract like and some even go as far as to say that that's like pure bullshit um and there's no such thing um like studies actually show that people who are similar to each other or at least think that they are similar to each other um like choose each other more often and also probably will have like more like relationship satisfaction um also like the way that we are brought up uh, that definitely like decides the type that we go for right like for example there's this whole attachment style uh, theory um that if like you grow up with insecure attachment for example you know not like loving household or whatever then like adults may be more likely to seek out partners or develop types that either like help them avoid intimacy so an example would be like an insecurity breeding a type that like runs hot and cold or keeps you on your toes or keeps you chasing them and then that would be your type um or you could also develop like types that feed the attachment anxiety so somebody who's overprotective or can accommodate your neediness um and that also then becomes a type of person that you seek out um and obviously people who have more secure attachment styles uh you know have more secure like as a relationships and probably like a more diverse as a area of people that they could go for um uh, because they're not as a kind of trying to feed something within them through other people yeah i think actually you know what this whole focus on physical type when we're talking about personalities and you're saying like if a person is secure insecure i feel like this whole focus on physical appearance has actually made us like not look that deeply into um whether there's a particular personality type or emotional type that we go for you know like when you ask me even i'm trying to think and i'm like okay is that i i don't really know like i'm not sure maybe you know i'll have to go to therapy and think things through to realize that but i don't really know and i think that's something we don't really think about so much right like when we ask about what is the type that you dated immediately the first thing that comes to your mind is like the physical type and we don't really focus on the personality type which is interesting and i also think if we did more we'd find more like patterns which can then be useful for the future but trishti um interestingly there's there's this research that also talks about the way that we look can also influence the type that we have for other people um so this whole idea that the the way that we look it's it's something called facultative personality calibration and it's like a theory that's becoming popular but also doesn't have enough evidence to support it like conclusively yet um but it's essentially the idea that if um, our personalities develop according to our size our strength and our attractiveness 
um so the, the the theory states that if a man for example is macho and tall and strong then the, it's more likely that they will be extroverted and also seek out like similar people um or if a woman is attractive uh, and is very sure of her attractiveness then that woman will also be extroverted because she's um sure like uh, and then she'll seek out people who kind of match that level um for herself and i mean dating apps obviously kind of like reinforce these beliefs in ourselves all the time um yeah so i mean essentially our type is the lives that we have led and how people have told us we are um and uh, we kind of go for a person who can either match it um or is opposite but in an equal way but this also is fluid i'm guessing right like at every point in time it changes how yeah because you change yeah, as a person like if you change as a person then your type will change yeah but would you say that harm like having a type is it harmful too like i think the way that we've discussed it it seems very like benign and something that you can grow out of and be very mature with and what not but do you think it is harmful in ways i mean i think it goes back to that insecure attachment thing that we talked about about like intimacy avoidance and stuff like that um like if you are the kind of person who looks for bad boys i think uh, n- not to just kind of settle yourself ke oh mere ko to yahi pasand hai abhi kya kar sakte hain just throw your hands up and to actually look into your own personality and be like okay why though like like why only are you attracted to unavailability or why are you only attracted to people uh, who run hot and cold or perhaps do not treat you well like uh, then it's like less about the type and less about the person but more about why you gravitate toward that type I think in that it can be harmful to not question this idea of type because I think a lot of us just kind of throw our hands up and be like, yo, yeah, whatever, this is just what I'm attracted to. Abhi kya karo? Um, because a lot of the times having a type says more about you than about the people that you date. But I feel like on on the other hand, with pop culture and with people who write stories and with the kind of stories that I mean, see what we grow up with. There, I feel like you know a certain type. obviously you have a type because you've seen a type which is attractive and that's how some notions get into your head to begin with right and i think there it's very harmful because when you can't see yourself in a certain type then um you know you think that you're not attractive or when you uh your partner doesn't fit a certain type i don't know but like essentially i think it can be extremely Harmful. And like another reason why this whole type thing sucks is that it fuels the whole dating app industrial complex. I love attaching industrial complex to random things. It makes me sound intelligent and smart and cool. No, but like the whole dating app industrial complex is fueled by this idea of like hyper specific identities and types, right? Like for example, on a Bumble or a Hinge, you can now. uh put up your zodiac sign and like put up uh, random nonsense like how tall you are and whether you're a vegetarian or whether you're not and stuff like that so all of those seem like like sort of put together as a profile in a way for individuals trying to enter into a contract with each other rather than like uh, individuals who uh, are in love or are looking for love that's the weirdness of these apps right like it's built to sort of show you that Oh, you're being cool and interesting by hooking up with several different interesting people, but they're all literally like five different varieties of the same. I don't know weirdos in that particular city, in that particular region that you're swiping in. I've been there, done that. It sucks. 
Okay, but I have a complicated question to put in here. Okay, um, in the sense that uh, if like the, there's this whole like I say fetishization debate, um, especially like uh about fat people, um, and how you know like if for example a person says that my my type is a fat woman, right? Like immediately at least like what where whatever we see on social media and stuff, like immediately the thought is oh then you are fat fetishizing that person. um and i mean this could also be you know how like for example there's this whole criticism around like white people fetishizing exoticness um that oh you know i only like indian girls or like oh i i i date black dudes exclusively or whatever um like this whole idea of fetishization um like what do you guys think about that fetishization is different from being attracted to a certain set of people uh, or having a type because uh, your if you say i'm only attracted to indian girls or i'm only attracted to arab girls you're attracted to a certain aspect of that culture that makes the women that way like for example when a, for a, like a lot of weebs will come and say ki like i am attracted to a lot of i am attracted to japanese girls why are you attracted to japanese girls because they are hyper feminine and because they are subservient and that's the subservient bit and the hyper feminine bit are very uh, important parts of why like people like say for example white men like dominant men men who believe they are traditionally entitled to certain amount of power are attracted to these women so that immediately becomes a problem because that means you're attracted to like it it's still in a way if you had to make it very basic it's a type but it's a type that's dehumanizing and sort of uh, expects every single individual in that particular bracket to conform to one particular way so with each type i feel like there is um a little bit of history there and context there which makes the people themselves doubt which a lot of asian women have written about like um east asian uh women have written about like do they like you because of who you are individually or because you represent a certain ethnicity and a certain culture and because that culture and ethnicity is is associated with um submissiveness you know so i i feel like i think it is quite harmful but again it's something for you to unpack you know what i mean like as long as people are aware of it and and they're trying to think things through and in their own heads processing it in a way that's healthy and not projecting unhealthy feelings or not putting people in uncomfortable positions i think i think it's something that you need to process again as a media as a whole that's where the responsibility lies to kind of undo that because a lot of people do trace it back to like you know the geisha fetish and the way in which that has been portrayed in the media for instance and and the same thing with like um south asian culture right like different aspects of it, it the way in which you exoticize it right like so i feel like again with the type thing i feel like the media responsibility is way more and for an individual the responsibility is just to be healthy and think through how that impacts how you interact with a fellow human so yeah like i i think that like however questioning we might be of this whole concept of type right i think uh, there's also maybe some need to question the jumping to fetishization part like immediately without like thinking through of like what what the person's actually going for uh so like there's this uh, critique of this uh, fetishization of fat women like rhetoric especially that a lot of advocates have like said um which is ke 
why is it so unthinkable for any person uh to like a person who's fat right like why is it so unthinkable that you immediately jump to fetishization like is it just because you cannot like is it just because like we center thin bodies and we center their desirability so much all the time everywhere um that a person kind of stating that they like fat women become something um because aise dekha jaye to then like people going for thin women it can be said the same thing right that you're like fetishizing a certain kind of body um so but i do agree in the sense ke even with this critique it's like you have to see what the person's going for like is the person treating that person as just like a body with however much like however their shape is and whatever their weight is uh but do they actually care or think about like the individual and their personality and their characteristics yeah i yeah i feel like like you said if you unpack it then that's what's most important over here but um i have like a question right like especially since like um i think almost all three of us said that we might have a type but actually we don't necessarily stick to it right so where does this idea of wanting to stick to your type come from and do people generally end up sticking to a type or is it just like an idea in your head which you probably like talk about but don't actually yeah so this is interesting because i think aditi answered this question like way before when she was talking about like what her type is and her type is essentially like the mood and also the kind of person that she's dating in the moment um so like researchers and like scientists say that like our type obviously changes but also is determined by familiarity um so for example if you were in school and you had like a hot teacher okay um and you considered that person hot at that time uh then that the, the characteristics that that person has you might kind of then as adults like go into uh might go into building your type um but uh, more so than anything i think people like experts say that people look for familiarity when they are building a type and when they're sticking to the type uh so if you've had like a good experience with a person who is for example tall and burly or whatever or any other kind of characteristic like that experience then will go into um the type that you build after you date that after you after you finish dating that person and looking for someone else um and that experience also doesn't necessarily have to be positive because researchers say that a lot of people are also looking to do do overs um so if you for example have not had a good uh experience with somebody who looks and acts a certain way you might look for exactly that person again so you can do it over again and see if it if it works out in any different way than before that being said okay ultimately after this whole discussion that we've had about like types fetishization what's healthy and what's unhealthy what do you think about having a type coming back to the question we started with is there anything wrong with having a type or how do you differentiate like in one line what's wrong what's not wrong um and what would it mean to be healthy and inclusive even if you have a type so yeah i don't think it's okay to have a type and un- it's i don't think it's okay to uncritically have a type i think it's always very good to be self aware um of what your type is and also kind of ask yourself why you have that type i mean you're probably going to you probably not going to like the answers <laughs> to that question uh but uh, there's this like really interesting thing okay that's like changing your type if you're uncomfortable with your type right it's not just on you um there was a study by this uh 
um john hopkins like business school professor um that essentially said that our sense of beauty it can change based on the opinions of people around us so and that's why like today for example if we see on social media right like i mean we see a very diverse group of people that we might find attractive and that may not have been the case like 20 30 years ago um so i think in that like that gives me thoda sa hope that theek hai tumhari type hai theek hai you've been kind of following your type theek hai like you know that's just like how you are in a dating scene um but uh, if you just kind of look around you and expand uh the kinds of content that you consume and about the kinds of people that you follow and uh, interact with online which is with the pandemic i think one of the only sources of i don't know like this expansion that i can think of is online uh then your idea of beauty can change like your and then subsequently your type can not change but at least evolve um so in that way okay cool maybe you can't help having a type but at least just be critical about it and i think people should always want to change and evolve their types at this throwing throwing your hands up in the air to be like oh my i only like tall people i what i don't know what to do about it like i think that part i don't agree with at all i think that's harmful definitely okay before aditi steps in with her super funny yarn like my line while you were talking out here realize mine is that if someone doesn't hesitate before saying that they have a type then there's a problem <laughs> i feel like that's where my what's wrong with having a type is that so it's okay to have a type as long as you're critical about it if you don't hesitate about it and you're like bro mere ko bas aisi ladkiyan achhi lagti hai or whatever your equivalent of that is then i think that's definitely wrong and harmful and yeah so yeah uh, my opinion still remains the same types suck don't use dating apps everything is boring you will figure it out um i don't know like give your neighborhood short king a chance <laughs> like I don't know कुछ भी हो सकता है लाइक हाँ this one's for you Nick this one's for you Nick Jonas <laughs> yeah I think on that note uh, we've revealed a lot on this podcast so she has revealed a lot on this podcast she's been very exposed but if you know Dulkar Salman fans if you know then you know you know what I mean yeah we'll ta- we'll tag him when we put this episode out that we show oh God <laughs> okay all right before I start blushing again see you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.